beautiful Recover and Rise family. I hope that you are doing well. Happy New Year. We are into 2023. And this is so exciting. Julia's going to be hopping on with me here. And we are super excited to be back here. Ringing in the New Year with all of you beautiful people. And we're going to be chatting a little bit today about shifting from chaos to inner peace going to be a great conversation that I know will resonate with a lot of you, um, if not all of you, to be completely honest, because there's a lot of stuff that happens in the internal world that sometimes we just don't completely understand. And then we end up just living in this state. And there is a lot more possibilities to the way that we can choose to live our lives, um, having some of these tools. So we are very excited to come on here. So if you guys know the drill by now, if you're on here live, Say hello in the comments, but live in the comments. If you're catching the replay, put replay. If you're catching on the podcast or YouTube, welcome, welcome. And if you'd like to join us in the community, please feel free to join us. We would love to have you. And um, we'd love to welcome all of the new members this week as well. So if you are new, welcome. We are super excited to have you here. And please feel free to join in on this live. Um, let us know your intention and what you're most excited for um, with this with this um, group. Hi Brooke, hi Justin, hi Jane. Super happy you're all on here. This is so great. Um, so we are going to be chatting a little bit more about resentments today. So who here knows what resentments are? Put in the comments if you know what resentments are. Because when Julie and I were having this conversation, um, prior to this, we narrowed it down to being one of the top disturbances of our inner peace. And not only for ourselves, but for the people that we work with as well. And so we're going to be chatting a little bit more. Hi, Crystal. Uh, we're going to be chatting a little bit more about some key things that you must understand about resentment so you can begin experiencing more peace in your everyday lives and in your relationships. And sharing four key things you must understand about resentments so that you can start beginning to experience more peace in your everyday life and in your relationships. And if you can get excited about having more peace in your body, more peace in your life, more peace in your relationships, let me know in the comments. Put peace, the word peace, or put the little peace sign in the comments. I know I can, that's for sure. There we go. Here comes Julia. And so like I shared too, we have a special guest joining us as well today. Hi, Julia. Hello. Uh, so we have Crystal joining us too, which we are very excited to have her on here. So make sure you stay right to the very end. And then we have some very exciting announcements for some stuff that's coming up at the end of this month, which you won't want to miss. So make sure you stick around right to the very end. Um, and we will hop right into this. So um, I know I shared at the very end of the last one, um, who here knows what resentments are? Yes, Justin. Um, who here knows what resentments are? And if you don't, you will find out today. Julia, do you want to try a little bit about resentments? Yes. Well, um, let me see here. I'm trying to see if any of you might have a memory of feeling a little bit off balance or feeling off or feeling like we're forcing things or feeling like things just kind of aren't going our way. General gut feeling of ah darn it, and then maybe we lash out at the people we love. Maybe we bring frustration into our work environment. 
you know, maybe we break down crying in certain moments. Maybe we even go into psychosis and stuff like that. Um, this all kind of stems from a buildup of resentment. And resentment is, someone mentioned it in the other live I saw, um, they said it's to refeel. Resentment is, the root word of resentment is resentiment, which means to feel again something that may have happened in the past. So how many of you have had something happen in the past and have carried thoughts about that thing, you know, well into your future, maybe five, 10, 20 years later, we're still talking about that thing that happened years ago, or we're still talking about that thing that happened last week, or we're complaining about someone or something. Resentment is really, uh, in the big book, it says resentment is the number one offender which means that it takes more lives than alcohol actually does because it's really at the root of all addictive patterns. It's at the root of family trauma and family, um, you know, conflict. It's at the root of all of our, hey, Justin, it's at the root of all of our um, self-sabotaging patterns as well. It was at the root of a lot of my suicidal thoughts. So just, you know, coming from my own personal experience, you know, we have one body, right? And I have this one body and throughout my life, I've had certain experiences, you know, being heavily bullied in high school, um, even in elementary school, you know, growing up in a, in a household that had, that struggled with mental health and addiction, you know, later in life, in my corporate environment, as a woman in my corporate environment, I have had many different traumatic moments that have piled up and I don't realize that my body is only one little vessel. This little body has been through so much and I'm sure every single person watching this live, you're a whole universe inside your body. Like you have memories and experiences and things that have happened to you that um don't worry crystal i'll jump off and you should be able to join after um you have had memories and experiences where you know your body can only handle so much and so how i like to describe resentment to people is imagine you had a backpack right and your backpack was full of rocks well we're carrying around all those resentments all the time and so we look at the world differently you know if i have a resentment towards my mom who maybe yelled at me when i was six years old you know if she kind of talks to me in a way that i don't like now i might lash out at her right because not only am i reacting from what's happening in the present moment i'm also reacting from what's happened many 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 years ago so the does that make sense laura am i, am I are we on track here drop a yes if this is landing 100%. Drop a yes if this is landing for anyone. So the most important part about resentment is to know when we feel off balance. So I've already mentioned one, and Laura, you can also drop in here too, but lashing out at people. I'm off balance. Bringing frustration into work environments. I'm off balance. Uh, even that gut feeling, both Laura and I had a resentment come up for us this morning. And it was like, we call each other we're like, are you ready for this live? Yeah, I'm ready for this live. Actually, hang on a second. I just got to use the tools and process <laughs> the resentment that I have before I come on this live. 
And we always joke about it because we're like, spirit always guides us to the exact tools that we're going to be talking about right in the moment. It's like, are you are you actually going to be putting this into work? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Always. Oh, I'm forever deepening this work because um, you cannot preach what you don't practice. So. So it's so important to know when the body feels off balance. So I want to ask you, when does your body feel off balance? What does that feel like? Does it feel like anxiousness? Does it feel like, um, you know, thought loops in the mind? Does it feel like, you know, uh, thinking to myself that I'm not loved? Does it feel like uh, not wanting to get up out of bed in the morning? When do you feel like your body's off balance? These are all signs of of that backpack being really really full do you want to add anything here laura yeah i think resentments like they're it's interesting because a lot of their behaviors that come from resentment are very normalized in society where it's just like the drama right or the gossip or like the way that we speak in society there's a lot of resentments in our bodies and i love how you mentioned in the body and it's interesting because you hear a lot of people um share how they don't feel like they had a traumatic childhood. And I know even for myself, I thought that, but after um, learning more about Gabor Mate's work, who's a doctor out of, um, out of Vancouver, and he does a lot of stuff with trauma and addiction, the body keeps track of and score of all of the traumas, right? Our mind forgets. So a lot of the time we feel like we forget that we didn't, ex that we didn't, where we feel like we didn't experience traumas in our past. And for me, I know some of the biggest traumas in my life that kind of compounded were all of these emotional things in relationships or in that environment in childhood. And it's interesting even seeing my nieces now, um, sometimes like obviously everybody is human. So when we have these emotions and they are projected outwards to see how a child actually reacts in that, in that energy, it, it speaks volumes when you look at children and even just witnessing kind of what happens in society with, with how children react to certain energies, that this is all stored in our bodies. And it was interesting for me when I, when I started understanding that, because a lot of the behaviors that I just had, like when it comes to being like just angry or being frustrated or just outwardly, like just bringing that energy into conversations and constantly talking about this stuff that was bothering me because it was so uncomfortable in my body and I didn't have the proper tools to actually be able to understand what it was. So it was just a natural thing that my body would do would be to talk, talk, talk about what's happening, what's happening. You'd go to every friend until all of your friends are exhausted and then you're left there. And that's when you have these big blow ups or these big mental breakdowns because you have no, you don't have any more tools left to be able to go to because we didn't learn these emotional tools, right? And it's huge because once you can start understanding what it actually means and have the tools to be able to process them, it brings you, like I said, in the beginning of this live, back to that place of inner peace, right? Where we can process all of that stuff. So for me, when I um, am off balance, it's basically like anything that's not love, peace, compassion, joy <laughs> right like when i'm coming from that lower state into a relationship now it brings off a little alarm bell where it's like okay there's something in my body that's need to see through the world a different lens that there's something that i need to take a look at that's underneath the surface so that i can dig into it clear it and then again then i can see back to love where i can come from a place of forgiveness and be able to have conversations in in relationship to be able to navigate these resentments 
they're going to come up because there's always kind of misinterpretations um, uh, between relationships and stuff that happen. And when those misinterpretations happen, then there can be resentments held. So it's kind of something that we have to learn how to work with, opposed to just that they're going to go away. And like any of this work, right? Not that we have these tools, we use them, and then it just completely goes away. And we're so free, we're liberated. We're like, yes, we fucking did it. You know, like, it's like, no, like, this is stuff that life is always going to be bringing us these opportunities to go deeper into ourselves so that we can continue using it and learn amazing lessons. Like if you read Julia's post that she put into the group yesterday, oh my gosh, so many amazing lessons in there about like the anger and how that brings things up, right? Like there's so many lessons to be learned. If you haven't read that post, go read it and like take your time actually slowly reading through it because it's like mind blowing with, with the wisdom that's in that post. But, also another thing for resentments as well, I think um, retracting away from relationships as well. It can either be kind of like a forward kind of like projection or it can be like a retraction where it's like, I'm going to avoid this person or I'm going to, I don't want to take a look at it. Um, like, I just don't want to engage in that at all because it's going to be uncomfortable for me to have to navigate that. So like pulling away and retracting. So it can show up in all different ways. It's different for other, like everybody. And it could be different even for the same person with different kind of situations because there's always so much stuff going on beneath the surface. Beautiful. Beautiful. I agree with some, I agree with all of that, Laura. Definitely. I agree with not exhausting your friends. <laughs> Very important because you don't want to, you don't want to be that person that people kind of distance themselves from because you can't stop talking about, you know, your shit. And that's what, that's what, uh, processing and having these tools is for is so that you can actually come to your relationships with a new energy without all these resentments and baggage and you can bring a new energy and a new life to your um to your relationships so thank you for bringing that uh to the table so the whole thing you know now just briefly we'll talk about um how to move through or how to identify when something bothers you and what what steps to take you know it's really important to know first and foremost when that breakdown happened I like to call them breakdowns as opposed to problems or as opposed to um, you know messed up things that happen right the labels that we give things are so important so identifying what was the breakdown that happened was it something someone said was it that I didn't have time to do my morning routine in the morning was it that, uh, you know, maybe I didn't get my workouts in and I'm feeling really groggy and frustrated? These are all really important. And notice how they're all really small things, like one word someone can say or one missed opportunity on a, on a routine or just one small moment that kind of throws us off can create a huge breakdown in our day. And sometimes it can throw off our whole day. And if we're not careful and if we don't slow down, and I always say this in all of my courses and all of my workshops, you are worthy enough to slow down to process what came up for you. There's no need to rush through it. Otherwise, what's at risk if we don't, rush, if we don't process this stuff, if we're constantly rushing through life? What's at risk is who we're being in the world and who we're being in the world, I actually should have added this one in the list of the lessons from this year, but who we're being in this world is actually more important than what we're doing. So the energy that we show up in, you know, am I showing up upset or frustrated or mad, or am I actually showing up 
with who I know and who I can see myself being. Who we're being is more important than what we're doing. And because that's how people are going to remember us. They're going to remember us for who we were being in that moment. That's also how we're going to look at ourselves and, and relate with ourselves is who I was being in that moment. And most of the regrets, you know, I try not to live with too many regrets, but usually the one, the only regret I ever have is not listening to my intuition because our bodies always tell us the answers and we only get into trouble when we don't listen. Which brings us to the next thing, yeah. which is what is it? I'd like to mention about that as well. Um, when it comes to slowing down enough, when you are used to being in a reactive state all the time, it can be very hard to be able to slow down enough to actually identify the breakdown. And one of the things that I'm a big advocate for is meditation. And I actually put out a blog post recently um, with my meditations now going on Insight Timer because what meditation actually does, which is a practice, right? When I first started doing meditation, oh my gosh, my mind would swirl off to all of the different things. It's thinking about the resentments, it's thinking about this, it's thinking about that. But what it does is eventually over time when you can continually bring yourself back to that guided meditation, it trains your brain how to slow down and how to be present and it's only from that state that you can actually identify and slow down the, the time between when the actual incident occurred and the space, what happened led up to it. So you can actually slow down what happened. So you can basically go back and reanalyze what happened, identify the breakdown, and then be able to mend it and heal it and forgive and do all of the extra pieces with that. So meditation has been huge for me to be able to do that. So if you don't meditate now, like definitely... Um, look into starting to practice doing that because it's just all of these little little tiny tools um, that we can do for that to be able to support in that but that's massive yes so yeah. good so good and the last thing I'll mention here before we hop off what was the last point Laura again I'd like why it's important to process oh my goodness why is it important to process resentment I would say that um, the people that we lose to addiction and suicide and a lot of the things that are happening right now in our world actually has more to do about resentment than it does about addiction itself. Because the things that we hold on to in our bodies, the traumas that we have, the feelings that we have that are left unprocessed, and the ways that these block us from living in connection with the spirit of the universe, living in connection with our divine selves and our intuition is truly what is most at risk, you know? And I talked to so many people and I talked to you about your, your big visions and the visions that you have to create, the legacy that you want to live, how you want to give back to people, how you want to help people, how you want to bring a body of art to the world or your your business to the world or you know just these really incredible visions and every single one of us is so capable and so powerful and then what happens you know well these self-sabotaging patterns come from these unprocessed resentments or these unprocessed fears or these unprocessed emotions and so I want to ask you, you know, what's at risk if we don't put ourselves first in a way that can allow us to step into who we can see ourselves being, you know, what's at risk for you? What, what is something you'd be leaving on the table? 
you know, if we don't allow ourselves to grow in those really beautiful ways. So without further ado, I'm going to hop off here. You actually, and I'm um, Crystal should be able to hop back on. I just sent her a message because she's no longer on the live. Um, so hopefully she'll hop back on um, to be able to chat. But what we can actually do is we can go more into depth of Recover and Rise and what's coming up here at the end of the month. And then if Crystal hops back on, then we can then, um, have her on here as well. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, Crystal's going to hop back on in a moment. She's going to talk about uh, her experience with resentment and recover and rise and recover and rise really is our signature program. It's an, an 11 week transformational group container, which means that we are all on a call on Tuesday nights from eight to nine thirty PM. And I hold and Laura and I both hold a powerful, group container where transformation happens and transformation happens both by us teaching you the tools to be able to overcome the emotional blocks within our bodies that our bodies might be storing and also the safety to allow ourselves to go deeper we can only go as deep as how safe we feel and that's why by ourselves if we only have one if we've only lived one life, we often don't know how to move into the next life. But having a group container that's holding a safe space for you to process and to also call you forward into your vision, that's how we started last year. And I had one of the most powerful and transformational years of my life. And there are quite a number of people who are in this group who joined us last year. And we are going to be doing it again this year. It's going to be from January 30th until April 11th, 11 weeks. And Laura's going to get more into what happens each week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to start on January 31st. So like Julia said, it's going to be 11 weeks. And so the very first week, we're going to be just getting in, getting introduced to everybody. And it's interesting because I was um, uh, watching one of the, the testimonial videos from Julianne, who we're going to be sharing that video into the group here very shortly. And one of the things that she mentioned in there was that she didn't feel that the group environment would be her. If she had the choice, she would have chose one-to-one -one over the group only because it was uncomfortable for her to be in group. And the thing that she found most powerful about it was the fact that it was in a group environment and that she felt so safe and so held in that environment that it helped her to open up and feel vulnerable in that, which then she was then able to take out into her everyday life and into her normal relationships as well. So the group container is just so powerful in that. And for me as well, I used to be so um, afraid to just be able to speak my truth and just be authentically myself, thinking that people are gonna judge me or rejection and all of these things coming up. But when you're in these group environments and everybody is in there for the same reason, and, and you know that it is that safe space where you can just fully authentically express what is moving through you, it connects you with those people because you start realizing, and she mentions this in the testimonial as well, and her sharing her experience through it, that um, she realized that everybody was actually moving through very similar things, but different situations, which is very powerful. So in that first week, we're really gonna just be getting to know one another um, in that group. Um, week number two, we are going to be talking about reimagining your comfort zone. So this is taking a look at all of the things that you are currently um, leaning into in your everyday life that may be out of comfort, opposed to actually moving you toward the vision that you have or that goal that you have set for yourself um, for 2023. Um, the second week um, is going to be the secret to caring less and taking your power back. 
So we get into the overthinking thoughts, we get into caring, um, which I had this conversation um, with Justin, who's on here just on our, on our session um, the other day, and I know he'd be fine with me with sharing this because I resonate deeply with this, um, is either like over caring or not caring enough, right? So finding that healthy balance in between the cares, right? And that's something that definitely I'm sure everybody here can relate to with the cares. And if you can, definitely put them in the comments and let us know. Um, week number um, four is we're going to be going into overcoming fear and stepping into your truth. And so this is a big one because fear, when we don't have a good relationship with it, it holds us back from a lot of things that we actually desire, right? Fear is just that part of our brain that is that protection piece. And when we don't have that relationship with our fear, right? Like even before coming on this live, I was sitting here feeling the fear of coming on here, right? It just brings up all of these old past things of rejection and abandonment and all of these things, right? It's so normal for these things to come up because it's a human experience. So we're gonna be diving more into overcoming fear and stepping into our truth. Um, week number five, we're gonna be talking more about um, healing long-standing resentments and finding inner peace. So we're gonna be diving into the actual tools um, that you can then move through to go th to understand your resentments more exactly like what we were talking about today um, so that you have those tools to be able to go through on your own so that when this stuff comes up and when you're feeling off balance you then can then just be like okay I'm going to go to the module I'm going to work on it and you're going to get to work workshop this on the calls as well with everybody so you're actually going to be learning how to embody this um, as well um, in week six we're going to be going over triggers or activations, whatever you want to call them, and understanding our shadow self, right? So we can feel a lot of shame sometimes for what we call our shadow self or when we're not showing up in a way that we want, which are just little pieces of ourselves that we haven't fully looked at and learned to love within ourselves yet. And a lot of the time that can hold us back from actually going after those big dreams and those big goals that we have in life. Um, so we're going to be diving into that in week six. Week seven, we're gonna be talking about creating juicy, intimate relationships, which is always an awesome um, week because relationships are so fulfilling, right? Like when we can connect and we can have these intimate conversations, it feels so good in the body to just feel held and to feel understood and to feel like you belong. So we're gonna be talking more about that um, in week number seven. Week number eight, we're gonna be going into embodying who you see yourself being. And this goes into what Julia mentioned today about who you are being is more important than what you are doing or what you have, right? So who you can see yourself being in a way that will allow that vision to actually come into fruition so you can embody and be the person that is confident and feeling ready to take on all of those steps that it's going to take for you to get to that big ambitious goal that you have in life. Because all of those little ambitions and those goals you have, like they're so there for a reason, right? Like it wasn't put inside of me. It wasn't put inside Julia. It was put inside you for a reason because it was put inside of you because you were the one that is meant to bring this um, into this world. Um, week number nine, we're going to be talking about tapping into a power greater than ourselves. And I love this week because um, when we get caught in these heavy emotions, it can sometimes be hard to pop ourselves out of them to reach those higher frequency emotions of the peace, of the love, of the joy. And when we allow ourselves to tap into a power greater than ourselves, which 
can be any any source of the higher power. So um, in this course, we don't go into any specific religions or any specific beliefs. It's all up to you and what you would like to create for that. But being able to tap into something greater allows us to see a greater perspective of what we're going through and see a greater vision for our life. So that's what we're going to be going into in week nine. Um, week 10, we are going to be going um, into designing your legacy. So what does that legacy life look like for you? And that's what we're going to be diving into in um, week 10. And then week 11, we're going to be talking more about leadership through service. And I know a lot of you in this group are here because you want to provide greater service to the world. You want to be able to contribute. You want to be able to um, allow the gifts that you have and just you being you to ripple out and impact other people. I had another conversation with somebody um, just yesterday who wants to create sacred spaces for other people to come and be held and to heal and to just feel nurtured and feel like they belong. Right. So we have all of these amazing visions for what we want to bring to this world when it comes to um, service. And in order to provide those type of services, we really need to be able to step into our leadership capabilities so that we don't continue running through those burnout cycles. Right. Because if we don't learn how to embody that version of ourselves that can actually move through all of the, the stuff that's going to come up as we work toward these goals then we won't ever be able to actually achieve that and really tap into our full potential. So that is what Recover and Rise is going to look like. Um, so Julia has just put in um, into the comments there and I will post um, exactly what I just shared so that you can see the actual visual of it as well. I know I'm a very visual person to be able to see the exact breakdowns of what each and every single week looks like. And then I'm gonna put a link in there as well where you can just um, click on it and it's just a form. So go through there, fill out your information, fill out the form where we will reach out to you if you're interested um, in joining us and we will book a call and we'll have a chat with you, have a conversation to see what that big dream is, what that big goal is and to see if Recover and Rise may be that solution for you to help you get to where you currently are to where you're wanting to go and provide you all of those tools to support you emotionally to be able to get to that um, to that end goal. And I know Julie and I always mention this as well, that these are modules that we still go to very often. I, I shared, I think last week that I went through three of them in two days because <laughs> a lot of stuff was coming up. And what used to take me, say like a couple days or a week or a month and staying in those heavy energies, now you can clear them in a couple hours and be able to get back to living in that place of peace and joy and love and being able to enjoy your life a lot more. So that is our intention for this, is that you can really enjoy yourself as you're moving through life toward bringing that greater service, toward bringing that greater contribution, whatever that looks like to you specifically. So if you have any questions, let us know. We are super fired up for this. And once again, it's going to be going from January 31st to April 11th on Tuesdays from 8 until 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And the calls will be recorded as well. So if you aren't able to make it to every single one, then that's totally fine. They will be recorded. And you also get access to the entire portal. So you get access to the entire online course. You get access to another private Facebook community similar to this one with all of the people that are moving through it. So you will really get, um, you'll, you'll meet some really incredible people in there. And a lot of them, if not all of them, will become lifelong friends for you to continue having that support as you move toward those greater visions. So 
If you have any questions, just let us know in the comments here. And if not, wishing you the most incredible New Year's. And um, we'd love to know also, what is your big dream? What is your big goal? What's your big ambition? What is that thing, that one thing that you were like, if I could complete this in my lifetime as a legacy project, I would feel so complete. I would feel amazing right? I know for me, I've got quite a few of them. Like there are quite a few lists. I would love to write a book. That's definitely one of my legacy projects that I would love to do is to write a book. And so maybe that will actually be my intention moving through this round of Recover and Rise as we go through it. But um, oh, amazing. We have Crystal here ready to hop on. This is perfect. Yay! I'm so glad. I'm Hello. Here. Hi, Crystal. Uh, finally, I'm here. <laughs> Thank you so much for being open to come on. How are you? Thank you. I'm well. I am well. I I am in the old-fashioned Mexican style. So you will hear some noises at the back. It's live. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's real life. That's amazing. Well, thank you for coming on. And so for everybody watching or, or listening, um, Crystal has been through Recover and Rise. And she's absolutely amazing. Um, she's a spiral practitioner. Um, Crystal, what is the, is it, what's the program you're going through? The program I am going mm -hmm. through? Like, you mean the... <laughs> Medicine. <laughs> I can't take this so far. I, the program. <laughs> you're like, many of them. I'm a lifelong learner. I'm always doing something. <laughs> Yeah, I would say the program I'm going through or I'm integrating constantly is, of course, Recovery and Rise, mm -hmm. life. And then, of course, I also have some other mentorships in business, in like system thinking. But uh, yeah, so I am integrating or learning at least these three together um, to help me to move day to day. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Well, I'm open to sharing a little bit more about like, what were some of the biggest um, things that you kind of learned from Recover and Rise? And how is that now impacting your ability to now show up in the way that you're showing up with all of your other business endeavors? I love this question. And it actually got me thinking because yesterday I saw Julia sharing a post about nothing great comes from rushing. And I resonate really deep with it because I had a conversation um, respectively with like my own mentors, my own dance teacher, as well as my own team about allowing time to really slow down. In Spanish, we say mas lento, mm. no, but mas lento, but more intentional, like slow and intention. And this is something that I've been hearing from myself, uh, from my body. So Oh, you know, with Recover and Rise, I am learning how to listen to my body uh, a lot more, connecting into my body in multiple different levels, multiple different degrees. And not only that, you know, like, oh, what nourish you, my body? Like, what do you like to eat? But also my body gives me the wisdom. It's like, hey, Crystal, these are the actions that you will do today. And if you do that today, that's it. Like, that's the, uh, that's the, I would say that's the domino action or decision that you will go through today. And my body allows me to move me 
from resistance or allow me to at least get curious about where the resistance are. And there's so many tools I learned from Recover and Rise, which I would say anyone on the fence, please join. Because how we view the world, when, the, when our perspective change, the world changes. And I am seeing it 100% in the relationship that I have with myself, with other people, with business. I'm killing it in business. <laughs> I'm actually killing it. So, um, and it came with a lot of growth. A lot of could be very painful, could be the moment that stops me, but because of the tools that I actually learned from Recovery and Rise, I journal and journal. And I'll show you something I actually journal today. Amazing. It's the same tool. So I'm integrating a lot of um, all these teachings together and uh, yeah, allowing myself show up and gave myself time also in the past two years, as you witnessed, Laura, to slow down, make decisions, and then slow down even more. And then um, something very exciting to share is that this upcoming Saturday, I'll be leading a very small intentional intention setting ceremony here in Guadalajara. <laughs> Yay! And already, I think there are already like six, seven people who said yes, that they're coming. I'm really, I'm really grateful. Um, yeah, I'm really grateful. It's the, it's the giving of the tools, extending it. Um, yeah. So basically that also comes from the decision of listening to my body, like move out of the way, Crystal. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and we need to have that, that like radical responsibility within ourselves. Cause if we don't do it for ourselves, nobody else is going to do it for us. And we'll just end up going in loops and loops and loops. And it's unfortunate. That's how a lot of people live their life where they're like at the end of their life. And they're like, man, I wish that I did more. Right. Or I wish that I leaned into things more and accomplish the things that I want, but we don't have to live that way. I know, I know, I know. There are three beliefs that really anchor into me right now. It's like we are the creator of our own reality and we have all the resources that we need and everything is a blessing and as well as an opportunity, like life as life it is. And we can, we can actually, we can. I, and I think a lot of times what Recover and Rise has really like allow me to kind of go lean into myself is that when I notice, I feel either overwhelmed, a sense of overwhelmed or a sense of uh, helplessness. And I think this was like a deep programming that was in, in my childhood. And like a very simple example would be like uh, me trying to learn how to do a handstand and the very beginning will be very fearful. And then now I can do it because in my mind, in my heart is telling me, hey, I can do it. Like I can actually do it. Like trust, trust and fell forward. Like fell forward, literally fell forward. <laughs> and of course you, you, you listen to that voice and you go leaning and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Oh yeah, so many key things, the slowing down, the listening to the body. I love how you mentioned about some moments that you've had that could have been the point where you turned around and gave up. Those were the points where you actually leaned in with these tools. And that is what brought you to where you are today. And I know I can speak for Julia as well. She's in the comments here saying tears watching you. 
we're both just so proud of you and cheering you on. And one of the things that I love most about it, which is what you mentioned about Recover and Rise, is that there are tools that we get to do on our own. There is nothing more empowering than being able to take things into your own hands and be able to learn how to shift this stuff ourselves without having to constantly rely on people outside of us booking a call with a practitioner or going to see somebody else like that stuff gets not only expensive and time consuming and all of this stuff but when you can have it all there for yourself to just when you're ready to just move through this stuff there's literally nothing better you feel so powerful so powerful you feel so powerful you build up that level of trust with yourself that gets even deeper it's like wow i'm invisible i am i actually have the universe inside of me like I, that's a very different feeling yeah very very different amazing well thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your experience with all of us is there anything else that you want to share as that kind of little last note for anybody who is watching this or listening um, that is curious about recover and rise that is kind of unsure whether this is for them what is it that you would share with them i would say is it, I, I, I would say this question is that um, for some of those on the fence, but then listen to the name, it was like recover and rise, but then didn't realize that they have uh, some sort of addictions. All of us do. Um, it might look like a good thing or a great thing. It could be work. It could be dedication to helping other people in service, etc. cetera. Um, whatever the form that looks like, if you have that nudge, inside of you and tells you hey there's something here even though i could not put words into it it is for you mm. and allow yourself to see the value of what you are putting and committing to yourself um no money no time no anything else can justify um, this, the value of this that it's going to bring you. And I use this tool, as I shared, I use this tool for my own recovery with like food, with body, with relationships. Actually, that's what I'm going through right now um, with business. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a tool for life and it's not just for recovery. And um, the deeper level of freedom and joy you want to experience and then a greater level of safety that you want to feel from within when outside world is super fucking chaotic yeah. and I promise this outside world is fucking chaotic <laughs> um, yeah give yourself that gr grace and really like listen to that little nudge and book a call with Laura and Julia and have a chat with them and go through the page and just yeah allow yourself to trust yourself in this decision it's different it's very different it's not not any other kind of um more woo woo or more any other things it's um it's something different that you will experience yeah mm -hmm. well thank, thank you so much crystal for sharing all of that and thank you just for being you and now being able to share these gifts with more people because I know that is the whole intention of all of this is to really ripple this out so that everybody can be experiencing more inner peace, more joy and more love, more connection with the people that we're that we're here on the planet with. And we can really ripple that out to the entire collective of the world. Because like you said, the world is chaotic. 
You know, so many people are experiencing all this inner chaos and they don't know what to do with it. And, and in order for us to, to tip the scale so that the, the planet can start getting better is we need to learn to embody these tools so we can then ripple them out and continue allowing that piece to grow and grow and grow and grow and grow. And I do see it. I know it may be seem crazy. And I'm sure you will believe this as well, <laughs> that I do see it where the planet is at peace. And there mm -hmm. is like when, where we can have this whole entire planet be at peace. There's a lot of work to do, but I do believe in every single one of us that is on here that is diving into this work and that is really truly embodying what we need in order to then allow that to ripple out to the world. So thank you for being one of those people that is really diving in and moving through it. And I have seen the behind the scenes of what you've been moving through. And it's not for the faint of heart for sure. You know, like you have to be a freaking warrior to go through it, but it is so worth it for what comes out on the other end. So just thank you for your strength. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your bravery, your vulnerability, your compassion, your love. Everything about you, Crystal, we appreciate you so, so much. Thank you. You are such a gift. Oh, thank you, Crystal. Amazing. Well, we will close this off. Thank you so much for being on here, Crystal. I love you. And we'll see everybody soon. Thanks, everybody, for who has been on here live with us. We appreciate you. Bye. 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 Bye.